Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. It's Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel, and we have got Thomas Randall fresh back from his very quick trip from Queensland to Taylor Mend, and he had his drive in the number eight car, of course. Thank you, Tony, and thanks, Craig. Thanks for having me. Nick was standing nearby as you climbed in the car, and you said, this is good, that's good, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, he rocked up probably 10 minutes before the session. He had a coffee in hand, and uh, he was he was pretty relaxed, which was nice, but the session went pretty well, considering it was a, a 20-minute session. That's a long way to travel. 20 minutes by the time you get there and, and back, you've probably travelled 10 hours for a you know, for a 20 minute session. So that's what you got to do as a as a race car driver. You got to do these things. But I thought it was a really valuable mileage, and I hadn't driven that car since at the pre-season test back in February. So it was nice to get back behind the wheels of number eight RNJ battery Commodore. And Nick had. Since the start of the year, he's changed his feet into it and it was a lot more comfortable and suited me much more than what I had previously experienced. So I don't think we'll have to change anything, actually. I think his seating position is great, height-wise is great, um, distance from me to the steering wheel is good, pedals are great, so I think it's really good not having to worry about making a booster seat or having to do it change it or insert it or remove it during the driver change during the race so just one more thing that I have to worry about leading into the great race. Now I read today that uh, Nick actually had some food poisoning problems and had spent not all of his time at night in bed um, he uh, obviously had some problems but um, you were not aware of that as well until today? Uh, I saw it well, I saw it when he said it on the coverage on Sunday afternoon. I, I mean, I didn't know that either. But I mean, if he can get that result with a bit of food poisoning, then maybe he can get some better results without it. But I'm, I've been speaking to him a little bit today, and he we haven't discussed the food poisoning, but we were mainly just sending each other pictures of our dogs, and it seemed like he's yeah doing doing fine. And I think he's staying in Adelaide another week before he drives. To the team in Albury, so we'll probably both meet up at Brad Jones around about the same time, which will be sort of mid to late next week. So that just gives us a bit of time to prepare and do driver change practice and uh, get every you know little thing sorted before going to Bathurst. Because the last thing you want is rolling up to Bathurst on the Wednesday and you haven't practiced anything for the biggest race of the year. And in fact, of course, Nick comes from Adelaide, and uh, um, so he would have been uh, well and surely looking forward to getting back and seeing his parents after, I imagine, a fair number of times since he's uh, seen them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm slightly jealous, but he went back to South Australia not that long after Townsville. So he's spent a fair bit of time with his family, which is great for him. And his dad was at the track on the Saturday on the weekend, so I said hello to him. And uh, his mum, or Nick's mum, Jody, had some muffins and quiches there, which were really quite nice. But unfortunately, well, they may or may not come to Bathurst, depending on what happens between the New South Wales and South Australian border. But unfortunately, 
my folks will not be attending the race because they're in Victoria and there's really been no sort of sign of when that border will reopen yet. So, um, yeah, and all my Super 2 team flew to Darwin today to quarantine for two weeks. So big shout out to them. That's a big, big commitment to let us drivers race. So, yeah, got to thank them for doing that. Yeah, it is because, as you said, a lot of Matt White's team is made up of guys who are really only there on the weekend. Correct. They're all part-timers, whereas supercars, much everyone that works works for a supercar team full-time. So it's it's a different kettle of fish. So that, that really they're taking time away from their families um, and you know, other jobs that they do to do this race. So it really is a big sacrifice. But in saying that, I'm sure some of them would be probably glad to be out and doing something rather than stuck at home and not going anywhere outside of their five-kilometre bubble. So in one way, I guess it gives them something fun and enjoyable to do. And who doesn't love really being a batter for the 1,000? So it's just a shame that we can't have the same sort of spectator numbers we'd normally have, but that's just the way in the world at the moment. And at least we get some and hopefully that means that a lot more people will be watching it on TV at home and get to see hopefully a really good race to watch. And for your, was the second run in Nick's car, what, were you happy with your time? Were you happy with the car responded to the way you were driving it? I really was. Yeah. I mean, we just did a race run, so I wasn't too worried about the overall lap time because we were more looking at the consistency to see if the tyres were going to drop off, if there, if there was going to be any delamination or anything like that. So it, it wasn't like they sort of set me out at the end on low tanks, you know, green tyres. It was just do a long run from the start of the session to the end and see how we go. And look, Nick's, Nick's pace in the race on Saturday wasn't, wasn't that dissimilar from my pace in the race run. So I was pretty happy. It's just more mileage. And and now when I go to Bathurst, I'll just know what it's like having driven that car in that seating position. And, I mean, a two-week break is a lot shorter than an eight-month break or nine-month break from, from February. So, um, And it gives Nick more confidence as well. And, look, I think Nick's really glad I'm racing Bathurst double duties because it just gives you so many more laps and uh, gets you even more ready for the race on Sunday. Now, since we last talked, there's been quite an interesting lot of developments in uh, supercar land. What has been your take on things like the the TV deal particularly, um, knowing that it's going to be seven Fox Sports uh, going on for another five years? Well, yeah, I'm still trying to work on that. Um, no real further development at the moment, but it was excellent to see that supercars have locked that in for the next five years. I mean, I, I think really in this challenging time, that's an excellent deal. Um, so to have a five-year deal with Fox, and look, Fox coverage is fantastic, really. I mean, I've, I convinced Tony <laughs> to get KO, and he's got it now. He loves it. So, um, yeah, I think they've done a ripper job, and. Hopefully Channel 7 can sort of put the supercars back on the map in terms of free-to-air coverage. I mean, it was on Channel 7 for quite a few years, 
and it's kind of really been the heart of free-to-wear supercars, I think. So it's great to be back on Channel 7 and um, alongside that you've got the ARG or S5000 and TCR will be on Channel 7 as well. So it's kind of like the new free-to-wear motorsport hub, if you like. So I think it's going to be hopefully next year things are somewhat back to normal. There can be some great racing on free-to-wear TV. For drivers like yourself that need um, need to make sure that sponsorship partners are all able to know what they are going to get if they come on board with you, that's got to be something that you've now got a bit of time to work with as well. Absolutely. And the next thing is to when we see the calendar because it's, at the moment they still haven't released the calendar. So that's the next thing. We don't exactly know how many rounds there will be, where, where they will be. So that's it. You know, that sort of factors into every budget really. So um, that's the last sort of piece of the puzzle. But, you know, still always looking for a drive. That's where, where I want to be next year, of course. So hopefully we can wrap up the Super 2 title this year and um, see what we can do next year. But, yeah, a lot of things have got to fall into place, that's for sure. And this is one of the hardest steps to go from Super 2 slash co-driving to the main game. So, um, yeah, we'll just see what what unfolds. You, know, you can't control, you can't worry about the things that you can't control. So, um, yeah, I've just got to focus on myself. And at the moment, just focus on the next three weeks, doing the best job at Bathurst and prep the best I can leading up to the race. And one of the interesting developments, which Craig actually just made mention, I hadn't heard it before, it's, it's obviously been mooted around the possibility that uh, the calendar, the supercar calendar could actually start at Bathurst in February because they've got that date there and the unknown as to how much uh, import, uh, rather the possibility of people coming from overseas with GTs. Now, mm. this is a delightful scenario where, where possibility of maybe a 500k uh, supercar race to start the calendar and a 500k GT race. Now... <laughs> You'd certainly be in a position to uh, say, put my hand up for both of those, please. Yeah, I reckon. So, like you said, Supercars own that event, so it could be a good place to start the championship. And if things still are looking pretty dire in regards to COVID-19, there might not even be much of a GT race um, or the Intercontinental GT Challenge as we know it may not really happen because it might struggle to get get the cars here so um, yeah we'll see I think there's a good possibility like you said they could start there so we'll see what happens is um, has Rusty I know you know stepped back a couple of times into uh, the Mustang I know you've driven it as well uh, has he sort of given up the idea for instance of jumping into the Bentley or is that a possibility um well, he's driven Bentley before, actually. He was the last guy to drive it. He drove it at Sandown. So um, I guess there's just nowhere to drive it at the moment in Melbourne or in Victoria. So there's really no driving that he can do. I mean, he's not going to quarantine for two weeks to race something at Bathurst. So, and he certainly wouldn't race the Bentley himself at Bathurst. Um, so I think the next time you'd see him driving the Bentley would probably be at uh, maybe Garth Rainsbury Day or Silver Island. Um, just up to him what, what suits him and you know, as much as he loves driving he's got other other responsibilities and other commitments but um, it was great that 
he let me drive his car uh, what, a week and a half ago now at uh, Taylor and Ben. That was a really cool experience and I had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, it certainly came across well on TV, um, terrifically. And, you know, it was wonderful to see them, you know, give such good coverage to the GT field. Um, mm. Although it was a mixed tin top field, really. Um, now, the one thing that while you didn't stick around for Sunday, that you uh, sort of have come away from uh, seeing an ex teammate of yours in Cam Waters win a race on Sunday. And uh, while Scotty was never a teammate of yours, I'm sure you'd be very pleased to see him being. Uh, getting his triple crown. Well, uh, firstly, I just would like to congratulate Cam Waters. You know, he's a good mate of mine. We've, uh, he's been around in my house a few times this year, pre-COVID, with flying remote-controlled airplanes. So it was really awesome to watch that on TV, to see him get his first solo supercars win. And he thoroughly deserves it, to be honest. But he's had, he should have got it a long time ago, I think, and I'm sure he would think that as well. So. Um, yeah, firstly, I just want to say what well under him and all the guys at Tickford for help getting him that result. And obviously, yes, yeah, Scotty's, you know, at the moment, well, he's really just been in the league of his own, especially when it comes to qualifying. So um, it's something that, you know, everyone's trying to do. Get, get, I mean, I think it's, was it 14 or 15 pole positions this year? It's just a crazy number in, in a shortened season. So, um, yeah, he's certainly the master of qualifying, and qualifying really is the key to, to setting up your race. So if you start at the front, it really makes the whole race and race strategy easier. So, um, yeah, obviously congratulations to Scotty. Three in a row. You know, it's very, very impressive. Well, we'd certainly love to talk to you on the show next time and when you've had some of a couple of those days. So we'll be in touch to, to set up a time to give us a, a lead-in to your Bathurst before you head on the roads up to uh, your second Bathurst 1000, as well as yeah. defend your point position in uh, Dunlop Super 2. Yep, you're right. It's, there's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. So, And it, we've got two races now in Super 2 at Bathurst, so um, more chance of something to go wrong. But, yeah, I've got to just maintain the lead and hopefully we can, Nick and I can, I mean, the perfect weekend would be clinching the Super 2 Championship and winning the Bathurst 1000. What more could you ask for, Tony? Well, you've got all the tools necessary to do that. Thomas, we look forward to hearing of your preparations as you count down to Bathurst 2020 for your second thousand. Thank you, you Thomas Randall. Cheers. Cheers, bye. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device, search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.